Another episode of the Cover Zero podcast, the show where I cover the least in the best way possible. I'm your host, Jason Wells, and this was actually kind of a busy week in terms of the NFL. We're getting close to that league start date. I think it's March 15th, but lots of NFL news to talk about. Combine happened too. We'll get into that. But uh, joining me this week, we got Chu. No Patriots talk, no Mahomes talk allowed, okay? Well, why no Patriots talk? I mean, a little Patriots talk, but don't y- – yeah. you know what I'm talking about. So We won't overdo it. We'll try to stay on <laughs> Okay, so yeah, so this episode we'll do – we'll recap the last week of NFL news since the podcast dropped. And yeah, then we'll talk about our top five combine risers, guys who really, I mean, had those incredible wow performances that put them on people's radars if they weren't already before. But yeah, I guess let's start off with some news, start off with a little bit of combine news, a little bit of uh, NFL draft news. So Jalen Carter got arrested. Uh wasn't anything long. I think he was maybe in jail for a total of 15 minutes, but essentially he was stunt racing, I guess, against his former teammate who got, uh, I'm trying to phrase this right, but he died in a car accident with an insane blood le- or, or blood alcohol level driving 103 miles per hour, I think. And, Jalen Carter was supposedly at the time well behind before the crash, and now it seems like they were racing each other. Not great optics. I don't think this changes much draft stock-wise for him, but yeah, he got arrested, so that's news. (laughs) Yeah, I think uh, I remember seeing that something was coming a month ago maybe or something. So I think NFL Mm -hmm. teams have been aware about it throughout the draft process. Um, Now that it's open and the public knows about it, um, will it affect his stock? Um, I think teams still had him up there in their top five, regardless. And yeah. I think he's going to definitely end up still going in the top five. He's the best player in the draft. So, yeah. I mean, I don't think this, it shouldn't change much. It's, yeah. it's just one of those stories that need to get talked about. I mean, yeah. it's a sad story. It's, but yeah, yeah Jalen Carter should still be going in the top five barring any mm-hmm. major changes to this but and it has uh, we'll move officially though like have, have they was he yeah like he got booked and stuff and then he got released on not bail i think bond or whatever i don't know how it works how the u.s legal system yeah me neither. <laughs> not not here to talk about that let's yeah. let's keep talking nfl this was the big news of the day as of Monday, I feel like a lot of stuff's going to come out between now and when I like drop this on Wednesday. Yeah. So, but Derek Carr is the new Saints quarterback. I don't get it. Like, I don't know why the Saints keep, again, I think Moob said it, they keep kicking the can down the road to try to win. And it's like, yeah. they might, yeah, they might win the division. The NFC South's fucking terrible, but you're winning for not 
for nothing. You're just keep moving money down the road. They got the oldest roster in the NFL and now Derek Carr's their quarterback. Yeah. And there's, they still have no cap space to work with. Nope. So their team is basically their team. Um, I think they, they can win the division if they, if they don't get injured, if, if they can stay healthy, but it's not saying gonna, a lot though. Yeah. Are they going to win the Super Bowl still? I mean, they, no, not a, they're not beating Philly. They're not going to beat. Even probably the well, actually the NFC. I guess now thinking about it, there's not really many teams there. <laughs> no, the, the NFC is <laughs> yeah. dog shit. It's still completely yeah, so, wide open. I mean, if we're I, being can honest. See, I can see why they're. I, see, I can see why they're going for it. Honestly, now that I'm thinking about, literally, they just have to it, beat the Eagles. It's it is wide open. I still as just Derek Carr. I don't I don't get it. But so I'm looking at his contract now because the details are out on Track. but. Uh, so he's got a $7.2 million cap hit for this season. Then that jumps to 35, then 45. But when it jumps to 45, he's only 17 mil dead cap. So essentially he's got two years on the deal where, yeah. and then after that they can, they can move on. But I, it's a lot of money to pay Derek Carr, especially with some is other quarterbacks be, who. Yeah. Is it going to be the, is he going to be the guy that's going to push you over that like playoff slump? Like you've been, you you haven't been able no. to do it with Drew Brees. So I mean, not I, at all. Yeah, yeah it's just it's the Saints. Yeah, it, Saints doing Saint things. I don't get it. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, AFC East news. Uh, Bills defensive coordinator for the past I want to say four seasons. Leslie Frazier. He stepped down. Uh, kind of a big move. A lot of people have already been hired and it was kind of late in the process. And now the bills don't have their defensive coordinator and that defense is losing pieces too. Maybe they're going to hire Matt Patricia. I don't know. God. (laughs) I've read on Twitter anyways, that he might get an Eagles job as like a linebackers coach. And it's like, why would you even want to bring that guy in? Yeah. Slay said he wouldn't play. Players don't. No, I mean, Yeah. There's there's no chance he gets that job, but yeah, Leslie Frazier gone as the defensive coordinator. I don't think they've made a hire. I feel like I would have had that down in my notes, but uh, we'll keep going. Lots of cuts happening. I don't even think I have yeah. them all down. A lot of cuts that are going to happen too, but I have Leonard Fournette and Donathan Smith both cut from the Buccaneers. Buccaneers are in full tank mode. There is a report that they might go after Drew Locke, which would just be hilarious. But, yeah. I mean, Spill said it. Drew Locke versus Kyle Trask, QB camp battle would be disgusting. So, we need they're, going for Caleb, yeah, they're going for Caleb Williams. Uh, so, what are they going to do? Mark, that means they're going to trade Mike Evans if they're doing that. They should. I don't know why why you'd keep him around. Just get that value yeah. for him. He's not going to get any better at this point. He's honestly yeah. probably on that downward slope of his career. He's still really, really, really good, but his value's at an all-time high. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. I don't know who's going to get Lenny, probably. Maybe Miami. There, There's too many. Run- the running back market is just completely dead. Everyone is available. It doesn't. Yeah. Every every NFL team should have at least two good starting running backs. If you don't, you're doing something wrong. Yeah. But um, yeah. Marcus Mariota also cut. Not really big news. Uh, John Johnson got cut. 
interested to see where he goes. I think he's still pretty good, but well, the Cleveland's defense has been underachieving for a while, so maybe they just want to get new players in there. Doesn't shock me. Plus, with that big Watson contract, you got to free up some money yeah. somehow. I saw a report uh, about them uh, them signing somebody, maybe, but I forget who it was. It was it was yeah. a big name though. I don't know how they have money. No, I. <laughs> no, I mean the cap is fake. That's all you really need to know. Yeah. But um, Eric Kendricks, Vikings longtime linebacker, I think All Pro in twenty nineteen, also cut. I want him on the Dolphins. We need a middle linebacker so badly. He just seems like he's the guy. He's played in a Vic Fangio system before. I want Eric Hendricks to Miami. Hopefully it happens. We also need to free up cap space, though, for that to happen. And last cut. Oh, no. I got two more cuts. Frank Clark. This literally just happened. They couldn't restructure his deal. He's gone out the door. I mean, third all-time in playoff sacks. Absolutely nuts. But a guy who helped the Chiefs go to two Super Bowls. Wasn't really a major contributing factor, but good player for a long time. He, he always stepped up in the playoffs, though. Mm-hmm. And then the Cardinals are going to cut Rodney Hudson and Chosen Anderson. If you don't know Chosen Anderson, it's because it's Robbie Anderson. Uh, no one's going to want Robbie Anderson or Chosen, my bad. And Rodney Hudson, that's, I mean, he's old as fuck, but that's a good veteran center on the market right now. Yeah, he'll get a nice deal. I just uh, also, I, I don't know if you saw the breaking news, but Philip Rivers wants to come back to the NFL. No, he doesn't. Uh, I've I've heard that on Rich Eisen. From who? Rich Eisen, I think so. Ah, God, him and his what? He has like 11 kids or something stupid like that? Yeah, yeah. But he just I, it must be apparently dumb. Apparently, he called the Dolphins. Now, shut up. No, we didn't. No, no. I'm, that's what I'm reading right now. We No, we're not bringing in Philip Rivers to be a backup. That's absolutely ridiculous. No one should be bringing in Philip Rivers no at one all. Should, no one should be bringing unless it's like a it's like a QB coach. This just feels like you're lying to me. Like, no, I know. I'm, I'm being 100% serious. Look, go on Twitter. I, I, I am. I'm Philip Rivers. Just search up Philip Rivers. That's it. It'll be, it'll be there. Rivers. Yeah, I got, yeah, Rich Eisen. Top, his top five rumors. Philip Rivers. Number five. That would that would be fucking insane. God. You think you think he got worse? Because if he got worse, yeah, he hasn't been. Be brutal. It's been hasn't it been three years? How old is he though? He's probably like thirty nine. He is. God, now we're just. I. This is not something I expected to talk I know, about. I either, thought I never had to talk about Philip Rivers again. It was shocking. When uh, Philip Rivers is forty one. Okay, he's no way he should be coming. There's no, back. yeah, like he's, yeah, yeah, he's not coming back. Yeah, I thought he was younger than that. My bad. I was like, oh, this could maybe happen. Like this is. This All is right. Uh, next note I have up here is the NFLPA released those report cards, oh, which yeah, that was funny. On they yeah came out with some super <laughs> interesting stuff. So. I think they pulled over 1,300 players across all the teams. Uh, they were graded on treatment of families, food service slash nutrition, weight room, strength coaches, training room, training staff, locker room, and team travel. 
Uh, the Dolphins were ranked second, by the way. Uh, your Patriots were ranked 24th. I'd like to point that out. But I have a couple just... the. I mean, the Commanders were dead last in almost everything. The Commanders, I mean, it's been notorious how shit their facilities are and just everything in general. And I don't even understand. If you're a billion-dollar corporation, like, team and you're not putting it back into your players, which are your money making stream. Like, I don't know, like every owner should be going balls to the wall to make everything perfect for these players. And they're not, but yeah. So the Cardinals were dead last. Uh, the Cardinals, they don't give their players free meals, which yeah, is, crazy. I, <laughs> They gotta go pay for their their food, which is like they're at the facility. Like, can you can you imagine being a million dollar athlete and these people aren't gonna like? Oh yeah, don't worry, here's your meal. Oh no, we're gonna take it off your like paycheck. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? Especially for like the practice squad guys there that are, are yeah, just just getting their check. Yeah, no, for the for the practice, you know. Exactly. Uh, the Bengals made uh, some news. The Bengals uh, they didn't they don't have working toilets or showers at their at their facilities. At least some of them don't work anyway. So Bengals, another one of those notoriously cheap franchises. So the best one is the, is the the Ravens one. I'm getting to that. I got one more. Oh, the yeah. Jags had a rat infestation for over a month in their locker room. So <laughs> where to go, Duval? And yeah, the Ravens players. Ravens were pretty good across the board, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> they are the only one who gave their coach, their strength coach, an F minus. <laughs> like, how bad does this guy have to be at, the, at his job to get an F minus from everybody? <laughs> I mean, his track record is proven over the last couple of years. The Ravens have been one of the most hurt teams. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's bad. And I mean, players went on Twitter to basically be like how pissed they are about how he does and how he's ruined like their bodies and some of their careers. And I think Matt Judon even said that like he was telling people about this guy in 2021 when he yeah. was on the Patriots. But yeah, like, I said that. Uh, so I think he's fired. I think he's gone now. He has okay. to be gone. Yeah. But so hopefully what whatever the new guy is, but it's like, yeah, again, like, not hiring good strength coaches and trainers like that should be like number one priority is getting someone who actually knows how to heal and fix your injuries. And I don't know. It's just, there's a million people out here who could probably do that job. And you kept someone for two years who everybody hated. Yeah. It's crazy. Insane. Had some dirt on the owner or something. (laughs) <laughs> honestly um yeah so the franchise tag deadline is tomorrow uh which is march 7th on tuesday and we got a couple tags a couple people who are going to be signed uh so tony pollard got tagged he's going to be getting that 10 mil same as josh jacobs i think i talked about that last week uh evan ingram also got the franchise tag for the jags i think they're looking towards a contract with him also, good on the Cowboys for giving Pollard the tag. I think they're looking for a deal too, but like he tore his ACL in that playoff game, and now they're basically giving him $10 million to get healthy. Indeed. So it's not bad. 
Yeah, not bad if you're Pollard. It's a good deal for both sides. It is. Um, there was also just news or uh, Orlando Brown, uh, the Chiefs tackle, is not going to get tagged, which okay. is pretty big news because yeah, I think he said he wasn't going to play on the tag. Yeah. So out of tackles on the market, he's probably the best one available. So yeah, I don't think he leaves Kansas City, but we'll see. Um, and Lamar is going to get tagged. He has to get tagged. There's, he's not going to hit the open market. And the rumor is that the Ravens might use the non-exclusive tag. If you don't know what that is, the non-exclusive tag basically means that teams can talk to him. It's not on the open market, but they can offer him a deal. The Ravens can match if they want to. And if the Ravens don't match, they get two first round picks. So yeah, it's basically like an RFA in hockey. I think it's smart. I think it gives Lamar the ability to find that contract he wants. If someone gives him that absurd contract that he does want, the Ravens are fine with letting him walk. I think that's crazy, but only getting two first round picks, it's not bad. It should be a lot more, but if he gets a Watson type of deal, that's a scary contract to be tied to for a guy who, I mean, he's MVP caliber talent, but I mean, has not been healthy. It he's also been on the Ravens. So it, it depends what team, like if you're a team that has the money and the cap space to do it, and you think you can win right now, then do it. And there's only a few teams out there. Like I think Atlanta can do it. Um, the Falcons should be all over it. I, yeah, I, I think, mean, I think Atlanta can do it because they have the money right now. They're not really paying anyone on their offense, and you'll have Kyle Pitts and Drake London on rookie deals while Lamar's getting paid. And then when they have to get paid, you can decide: do we want to keep Lamar or not after the whatever four years? Mm-hmm. So I think that like Atlanta is the number one option for Lamar to get traded to. Um, and there's only really a couple other teams out there. Um, and I don't know. It's, so, and this is, this is the other thing I don't know about this tag is I don't know if it's like, would, uh, would whoever, so let's say Atlanta does sign him. And then the two first round picks, is that a 2024 and 25 or, or is, is it, it pick number this eight this year? I'm not sure. Cause I don't know. Yeah. It would probably, but be cause if it's, it would probably be like next. That's the, yeah. I would think so. I like, and if it is, that seems like a no brainer for Atlanta to, okay, we still yeah. have eight overall. And now we have Lamar. And that sure. next year is probably going to be in we the could 20s. Be completely wrong so, and it's eight overall. I don't know. <laughs> could be. If it's yeah. eight overall, I'd still do it. Then the Ravens can take Richardson. Oh, that would be. I, I I don't know if Richardson makes it past five, and we'll get to yeah. combine yeah. stuff very shortly. But uh, yeah, uh, Daniel Jones might ruin the QB market. Uh, he wants forty five million dollars. Yeah, but quarterbacks always say that. Like they're always like saying how they want to make a bunch of money, and then they sign for they sign for less. Oh, you're only saying that because you've had Tom Brady as your quarterback for most of your fandom. No, no quarterback signed for less money than they want usually. Yeah, They're always getting well, paid way too much. We just know. saw what Derek Carr got paid. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. But I think Derek Carr is better than Daniel Jones. 
Like he deserves more I, than Daniel Jones. I don't know. Me. I mean, they're probably in the same tier. It's, at least Daniel Jones is young enough, and you can be like, ah, maybe he's got more potential. But well, when Derek Carr was Daniel Jones' age, he would have got paid way more because he was better at that, that by that point. You know? Yeah. It's again, it's a lot of money. I think that might ruin the QB market if he does get paid that much because he won't. There's no ab- way. absolutely. He'll do, they'll do the Kirk Cousins. Remember when Kirk Cousins was asking for the monster deal and they just kept tagging him? And they just kept tagging and tagging him? Yeah. Like, okay. I think the Giants should... Yeah, the Giants should tag him. I don't know why they wouldn't. Daniel Jones has no leverage. Or sadly, just let him walk. But... Like, who cares? We can we can do it with Jimmy Garoppolo. You know, like... Yeah, that's... I mean, but if you don't get Jimmy, because there's a lot of QB needy teams who do need someone, Yeah. but... It's, it's tough. And I think Daniel Jones would... Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I hope he goes to the other New York team and not the fucking Jets. We don't need more good C quarterbacks. I couldn't be less bothered if he went to the Jets. I, that would not work out. He would have a probably team. not, but the talent in the AFC is way too much right now to just yeah. stay in the NFC. They're all fucking shit over there. Yeah. Uh, and last note up, speaking of fucking shit, uh, former Panthers owner Jerry Richardson passed away. If you don't know, remember who that is. He famously brought Jeans Friday to the organization and many sexual assault cases. So good riddance, Jerry Richardson. Go fuck yourself. Now, let's get to the combine. I There was a lot of people who like sneaky impressed me. Like, it was, I don't know if, like, how much you watched, but I enjoyed watching the Combine this year. Yeah, I just watched, like, the the recap on YouTube. I didn't watch the whole thing because uh, it was too long, but... Um, it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, seeing the results, um, there was definitely, like, a lot of guys that are... I, every year at the Combine, though, it happens where some guys separate themselves. Um and this year happened again. Like there's Anthony Richardson is gonna shoot up the board. If you're that yeah. big and that at that big and that fast with that arm, there's just insane. There's just no way around it. Like you, the the traits are incredible, and I we'll talk more about Richardson soon enough. Uh, but yeah, so basically, we have our top fives. We'll start at five, make our way down. Yeah. We'll each talk about our guys. Uh Honorable mention, though, I don't know if you're going to have him in your top five, but Stetson Bennett running a oh, four I, six I, seven, I yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like That's I just have to say, fast, that is fast. Like when you're, I think he's older than me, so I'm a ninety seven. I think Stetson Bennett's a ninety six, so yeah. he's already in his mid late twenties, looking like an accountant, looking like he should be working for. Deloitte or something like that and he goes out and runs a 467 yeah he might be smaller but a 467 is fucking fast yeah, that so it means, it shocked the hell out of man. me it means he would beat all of us in a race <laughs> but by by quite a lot too yeah yep. god uh but yeah so shout out to Stetson Bennett because that's something that I did not expect he's gonna get taken way too early I think but yeah, he'll probably go in like the fourth I, I feel like people are good. Fourth is never too early if you think it's a it's, it's if it's a backup, you know. 
feel like people are going to look at Brock Purdy and then be like, ah, why can't Stetson Bennett be that? No, and... this is my question. What can Kenny Pickett do that Stetson Bennett can't? I you I can't me. answer that. <laughs> I Kenny Pickett's that's a whole other story. I don't know how good he's going to be. I don't, I don't I don't think he's that good. I like Kenny Pickett the person. Kenny Pickett the yeah. Kenny Pickett the football player has not moved me. But okay, let's get into uh, our top fives. Uh, do you want to start it off? Yeah, yeah. My number five uh, was Christian Gonzalez, the corner yeah. from Oregon. Uh, he just looked really, really smooth, um, good hands, and uh, he ran fast. I think he ran four four. So that's all. That's all you can ask I, for from, yeah. from the top corner. Yeah, I I think he cracked. I think his official time was like a four three eight or a four three nine. Okay, even better. Like, yeah, ab- absolutely flying for a guy his size. I think he's listed six one or six two one ninety five ish. he had an insane vertical, but he's he's someone that I expected to be. I mean, obviously the forty time blew me away, but I expected him to be that athletic because it shows on tape how athletic a corner he truly is. He, he like he's, he's Jair. He yeah, no, honestly. I yeah, I'm I'm excited to like I really like him in this draft. Yeah, I think he's firmly think my he's number, number two, two for sure right now. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Uh my number five, I got linebacker Jack Campbell out of Iowa. So this is someone who I was looking at going into the combine as someone maybe the Dolphins can target on round three or round two. Now it's definitely going to be round two because Jack Campbell, 6'5", 250, fucking huge. Uh, He had the third fastest three cone at the combine, not just out of linebackers, at the combine at that size. Absolutely insane. 37 and a half inch vert, 4'6", 540, again, He's 6'5", 250. This is now someone who I want the Dolphins to draft day two. We need a linebacker in the baddest way. I don't know if he's ever going to be one of the elite guys, but I look at him and that's someone who's going to be a 10-year starter, three down back, just solid his whole career. Yeah. Well, running that, being that nimble at that size, it shows that he's put in that work for the... (laughs) He, he uh, he's got the feet to move and explosiveness probably too, you know. So, yeah, like like I I was not expecting the big white linebacker from Iowa to put on that athletic of a show. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, All so right, go ahead with four. Yep, go for it. Okay, so um, my number four, um, I put um, the uh, receiver. I'm just trying to remember what his first name is. <laughs> let's see Jalen Hyatt um mm. that guy looked great um when in the during the throwing session and uh he ran a fast 40 he's, he's a smaller guy but um jumped 40 inches so he's at the, as athletic as you want a, a receiver to be and we didn't think that we would see that many freakishly talented or freakishly athletic receivers in the combine but he's one of them and he uh, jumped 11 foot three so um, mm-hmm. I think that led that might have it was either the leader or the second, but he's a great. Um, gr- I 
I I really feel like this receiver class right now, like no one's like, there's no true elite number one guy in this class, but there's a bunch of guys who are like, just have elite traits in like one area. Yeah. But like, aren't as good as like the other ones. It's just, I don't know. Everyone's really closely bunched up in this group for me. I I actually do like this receiver class. It's just more Mm -hmm. if you're going to be drafting a receiver in the second or third round. I think there's going to be a lot of receivers that we see two, three years from now that were from this class that were drafted second, third round because there's guys with traits. There's guys that can do certain things well. And then once they get to the NFL and they get the proper coaching, they can do other things. Yeah, exactly. So like Zay Flowers Um, is going to shoot up the board too. I, he's make my top five, but shout out safe. No, yeah, just yeah, unreal. Uh, so my number four, I had Nolan Smith, the edge yeah. from Georgia. Uh, he ran a 43940. At again, he's a lighter edge player, I think he's listed at 62239. Yeah, uh, yeah, but a 43940 is insane, it's insane. <laughs> That's that's the thing. It's insane <laughs> if you're 5'11, 190. Yeah. Being 6'2, 240, a defend an edge defender, absolutely freakish. He had a 41 and a half inch vertical. Uh they did his like athletic comp at the combine, and it was Hassan Reddick, which I like a lot. Uh I like Nolan Smith a lot. He I liked him going into the combine, and then after the combine. He's going to be around one player. He might be a top 20 pick when it's all said and done, but I like only, him a heck of a lot. The only problem is he reminds me a lot as a prospect of Kate Levon Chason. So seeing Kate Levon not work out with the Jags is having me second guessing, do I want Nolan Smith? But then you also have a guy like Hassan Reddick. So you know, mm-hmm. it can go both ways. If he gets the coaching, if he goes into the right spot, if he plays in the right scheme, you know, it's all mm-hmm. how you, how you, how you, uses talent you put his talents to good use you know like josh yeah. Uche took a while it finally can finally can edge all about draft and developing and yeah. yeah using those traits that are like all of these guys are elite level athletes and they all should work but some of them don't yeah. for various reasons like for the sure. raven strength coach but for sure <laughs> so uh my number what am i at? number three my number three guy yeah, is uh, Zach. I don't know how to say his last name. I think it's Kuntz. Um, and he's the uh, say Kuntz. Yeah, Kuntz. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they so they had his um, athletic score and his size and everything, and he was like elite and everything. Yeah. yeah. And uh, his tape is actually not bad. I watched it this morning, and it's 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 pretty good. So I think that he's gonna shoot up boards. So I just put him number three because of how athletic he is and how at his size. You know, he went to uh, Old Dominion. I hadn't heard of him before the combine, but it's is, just another tight end in a sacked class. So he's the run. Is he the one who ran the four five five? Yeah, yeah, he ran. It, his, isn't he also like huge? Yeah, he's gigantic. Um, yeah, like yeah. Let me, find, uh, let me find his official stuff here. Yeah, yeah so uh, he, I was um, listening to like a Daniel Jeremiah podcast, and yeah. someone asked him about like the tight end group, and I'm trying to remember if it was his top a hundred or his top one fifty, but he had eleven tight ends in that group. That just it is a if you need a tight end and the dolphins do it is a good year to need oh, to need a tight huge, end huge that's why I'm, i really don't want the patriots to take a tight end at 14. it's just like you can take one in the second round easily it's not yeah. needed yeah. yeah 
Um, so here, Zach Kuntz is 6'7", 255, and he ran 4'5", five, five, and jumped 40 inches. And he had the best three-cone uh, tight end drill of all time. Yeah. Like, Six, again, that's a guy that you just got to work with. Like, yeah. But, I mean, like a guy like Darren Waller, who, like, freak athlete, and yeah. took him a while, and he had some off-field stuff too, but... Insane athletes work in the NFL. They don't have to be the best football players going into it, but for sure, for sure. But then you get a guy like John Smith. <laughs> you guys <laughs> ruined him. Paid. I'm not blaming him. Yeah, that's you, true. Yeah. We blame Matt Patricia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh my number three. Sorry if I butcher this name, but it is Adatomwa Adibarwe out oh, yes. of Northwestern, uh, 6'1", 282. So he's kind of a tweener. They don't know if he's going to be an edge or if he's going to be a D-tackle. Essentially, with you can play him anywhere on the defensive line, and those guys are super valuable to have. Uh, he ran a 4'4", 40. 6'1", 282, 4'4", That's faster than a lot of wide receivers. Like, absolutely insane. 37.5-inch vert, which I think was a record for D-lineman at the Combine. He also had a 1-6-1 10-yard split, which is like equivalent with like an Aaron Donald, which is yeah. insane. So again, this is a guy that not a lot of people were talking about, had in first round mocks. And now I think he's he's ran himself into that first round spot. He's a big I like player. him in the back half of first rounds now. Yeah, I saw him. I thought he was going to run a, a slower time when I saw him come up. I remember watching him. He was one of the first uh, guys to go. And, yeah. Uh, he zoomed. <laughs> so I was like, all right, well, this guy's going to shoot up the boards. And sure enough. Shocking. Yeah. And like, that's the thing. Like, I was yeah. watching and I thought, like, their clock, like, the NFL combine clock was just off because it's happened before where it's like, there's no way he ran that. And then, yeah. yeah fucking 44940, 61282. Wow. The dude's got 40 pounds on me, and he probably runs a second and a half faster than me in a 40. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, goddamn. Yeah, no, he, yeah. yeah, he killed it, though. Yeah. Yeah. So my uh, number two was actually Dolan Smith. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Um, just running that fast. And it just it just proves that he's athletic enough to do it, and he's only, he's still a younger guy. I mean, probably going to put on some weight. Um be able to to do things other than speed rush because um, that's the problem with with a lot of these edge rushers coming in that are light is they can't do anything against the run mm -hmm. um, so a team and, that drafts Nolan and, Smith should not expect a player that's ready on day one they should expect a player that will be ready in year three year four you go and you put him in the pass rotation get him those reps but yeah, yeah slowly slowly work him in and that's the thing and he's someone too so he was he got hurt early in the season for Georgia with like a pec injury and there's not a lot of game tape on him because the season was, yeah. season before that Georgia had one of the best defenses in college football history. So exactly. Didn't get a lot of reps there. And, but and people said that Jalen Carter was still the best D lineman on that team. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. All right. Well, my number two is Anthony Richardson. Okay. So, should be many people's number ones. I'm just not putting them one because I want to be different. But 6-4, uh, tallest quarterback there. 
244 pounds, heaviest quarterback there. 443 40-yard dash, easily the fastest quarterback. 40 and a half inch vertical, like insane. And then what was, and then 10 9 broad jump. He was the best quarterback at every athletic testing mark. He threw the ball 60 yards with ease. Definition of a combine warrior. Just the traits are absolutely insane. He's Cam Newton if Cam Newton was faster and more <laughs> yeah. agile. He's uh, he's my comp for him is Trey Lance, but he's way faster than Trey Lance, I think. So um, now it's going to be like Trey Lance, but Justin Fields at the same time. <laughs> Put Justin Fields and Trey Lance together, and that's maybe what you got. It's again, again, the traits are incredible. We can talk about that. And like some of the throws that you saw were just such wow, make your jaw drop throws. But there was also times at that combine where it was a slant and he missed. And those should be combine. Those practice throws should be automatic. And a couple of them weren't. I'm just going to point that out because he didn't have a perfect combine, but he had a damn near perfect combine in my opinion. Yeah. So I, I, I just already had him in the top 10. So I actually just didn't even put him in the top five. Cause I was, I just already knew that he was going to go in the top five because of what his tape shows. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I could like, he should be one on, on a lot of people's boards. I just excluded him because I, I already had him in the top 10. So I think that's oh, fair. Cause yeah. Because everyone knew he was going to be a freak going into this week. Yeah, yeah. It's just four 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 is, is or what? Four four three was that the, the official time? Uh, four 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 three. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's just so fast. I mean, there's only a couple quarterbacks in the league that are running that speed. I mean, yeah. Lamar, Kyler probably Ky- runs that speed. Yeah. Um, Fields. Fields. What did yeah. Fields run? He ran like a four four two. I don't think he did. Oh, he didn't run, huh? No. Yeah, I think I think like yeah, those are the three quarterbacks that are as fast as him, and that's it. So um and I, yeah. And I don't think any of them ran at the combine. No, no. I'm happy Richardson did because Richardson this did was... because okay. Well, the thing with Kyler was he didn't have to boost his stock. I mean, Cliff basically said he was gonna draft him. Yeah. So he just didn't have to do anything. Lamar um, didn't have to prove he was fast. He had to prove he was he could throw. Richardson, mm-hmm. I think he had to prove that. Look, I'm this size and I run this speed. Like show everyone I can be Cam Newton type of thing. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, he did. I, I I actually like him a lot more than Will Levis. I just don't like him more than than Bryce Young. I think if I don't had- like the upside between Levis and Richardson. Richardson has way higher of a ceiling, For but sure. the floors are the exact same. So I think that Richardson should be ranked ahead of Levis on everybody's board. And the only I don't thing think that Levis, I think Levis uh, is, is, uh, is better in the pocket at like knowing when the, when blitzes are coming and stuff like that. Richardson makes a lot mm-hmm. of mistakes where he, he doesn't pick up on a blitz coming and then he has to do something insane to make up for it, which he doesn't always do. Um, so I think from an aspect of reading the defense right away, Will Levis will be better. Um, I think Richardson will be better at those explosive plays 
and those play action bootleg type of thing because you can do like you can put Richardson in and he's going to get a fifty yard run every game, which is like whoever drafts yeah, either they need to both sit a year anyways. I think so. Yeah, I think so. But, I think the only I think the only quarterback that is ready to play day one is is Bryce Young. Bryce Jones, I should say. <laughs> I I think that yeah, like Bryce Young is going to play day one. I think C.J. Yeah. Stroud might not Maybe. start week one, but he will play early on in the season. He'll take over yeah. for whatever bum quarterback is starting in front of him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think Seattle's going to take Richardson. I, I like that that mock that I'm seeing today. It would be hard to pass on him. And I mean, again, I I did have the I did my first mock today. Go check that out on my Twitter, but uh yeah, I had the Lions taking Anthony Richardson for the did same reasons why why Seattle should just for let him develop and I also had the Lions taking Darnell Washington, and I just think those two freaks together. Also, I have Darnell Washington as my number one. I'll just go first, okay. but yeah, yeah. this is that actually worked out as a pretty good natural segue there. But yeah, <laughs> so yeah, so Anthony Richardson, absolute freak. Darnell Washington is my number one though. Six seven two sixty five. I said last week when I was talking about five guys to watch the combine that Darnell Washington is like if. Uh, if LeBron played football <laughs> yeah, and then amazing. I said, ah, I don't think he's as athletic. I completely changed my mind. This is, this is LeBron James. If he played football, it's fucked third it's fastest 20 yard. Yeah. Third fastest 20 yard shuttle. Again, that's out of all players at the combine. Absolutely insane. Four, six, five, 40 at six, seven, two, 65. Uh, there was a video of him doing like the sled push where you just drive the sled back as far as possible. He drove it back 10 yards. There were some guys there who could only push it back like two. Uh, and then he had that one handed grab, which just shows he has the catching ability. He's not, he's not a finished product, but he could be the scariest tight end in football in two years time. I agree. I, I I thought it was crazy how strong he was compared to the other tight ends. Like he was literally just like, moving around like the were, yeah, yeah, like the some of the old linemen weren't even moving like that. So <sighs> I mean it just shows his strength and he's got the speed, he's got the shuttle. Um it's just you're gonna have to find an OC that's willing to to work with a tight end that mm -hmm. the route running maybe isn't there. So we'll see. But but it's like yeah. At best, his first year, he's just an extra offensive lineman on the field. Yeah, for who sure. Who has for sure. he athletic natural ability. So Yeah, for sure. Just, yeah. And I just, can you imagine, like, the Lions' offensive line, and then you put him out there at tight end? Yeah. Like, they run over the everybody. First. Yeah. Hmm? I think he'll go in the late first. I agree. Because, I mean. I think so, too. I think that, yeah. I, I, I think he's firmly... Right. Because he might be my tight end one when it's all said and done at the end Ooh. of this. I, it, I again, it's saying a lot because <laughs> there is Michael Meyer. I like him a lot. Dalton Kincaid is fantastic, but I think he's the best. His he Dude, actually, again, he looks like a receiver when he's when he's catching the ball. Like when he's he can he does the ball. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, he's such a natural pass catcher. Like when I was like like I went and I put on his highlights, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. he just constantly makes plays. Oh, I mean, it was a highlight reel, so of course, but yeah. Yeah, but he's always involved <laughs> in the offense. I mean, and and mm -hmm. he can actually get it done in the with with his blocking. 
Um, but my number one, and he didn't even run a 40, so that's how impressed I was with him. He he just he played in the passing session and ran all the other – he just did everything except for the 40. Jackson Smith and Jigba. Um, he was the only receiver there that looked like you could put him on an NFL field right, NFL field right now and he would get 1,000 yards. Like, he was just so in and out of his routes. Like, he – he barely dropped anything. Um, his three cone was six five seven, so that was the best of the uh, of the draft. And his time was uh, actually almost at where Julian Edelman was at, which is the record. Uh, but it's the ninety okay. percentile of uh, wide receivers. The three cone drill. Okay, so what was the record for the three cone that Edelman has the record? Yeah, let's see. I'll tell you Julian Edelman. Okay, because I looked up because you because know, because when we were texting about it earlier, like I looked it up, yeah. and Julian Edelman does not have the record. He doesn't have the record. I swear, no. he has the record. <laughs> Maybe it was something else. Maybe he's got the record. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I'll talk about JSN for a little bit while you're looking that up. I'm happy you did bring him up because that is someone who his forty was going to be talked about forever. He wasn't going to run that fast. He didn't run the forty. Best thing he could have done. He is just going to be a plug-and-play elite slot receiver from the very beginning. He is so quick. He is so shifty. He runs good routes. Uh, again, didn't have a lot of playing time for Ohio State for, I mean, various reasons. But I don't know if he's going to be my wide receiver one. But, I mean, we've talked about this group, and there are just so many guys who all do their own number one. thing. He's my number one. <sighs> It's close for me. I think I still have Addison number one. Yeah, but... I think I have Addison number three, but I can see Addison at number one. That's that's not an issue. I love, those three guys are the best. I don't like Quinn Johnson as much as the others. I think uh, he reminds me too much of uh, like a Kenny Galladay type. Um, if you if you leave him in man coverage, he'll make plays for you. But I don't know if he's a he's a five six seven catch type of guy. It's more of like a no. Team. Who catches 32 yards in a touchdown? Des Bryant style, you know. <laughs> we'll see though. We'll see. Yeah. I think Jackson Smith and Jay probably like right in um, Keenan Allen, like type receiver. Um, mm-hmm. Adam, type receiver. He's bigger than them though. He's six one. So. Yeah, like like he he's not gonna have that straight line speed to burn you, but he can burn you a million other different directions with his agility. So. And separation is what matters. He can get separation, no problem. No problem. All right. Uh, I'll just end the combine segment with, I did have my top five guys to watch last week. Darnell Washington was one of them. Happy he was on the list. Luke Musgraves did not perform that well. I think he he ran the same 40 as Darnell Washington. And I thought, and I... Mm -hmm. Read that he could have been a guy who maybe runs in the four four as a tight end. Uh, Mozzie Smith didn't even run from Michigan. He tweaked his hamstring. That guy would have blown up the combine. He would have been number one. That guy's still a freak. But interested to see what he does his pro at his pro day. Andre Carter also didn't do anything. Something I didn't know about. Uh, basically, everyone who I told you to watch out for the combine, none of them performed. Ex- except for Darnell Washington. So, oops, my bad. Um, But yeah, I guess we'll end it off with this, Chew. Uh, We made a bet earlier today where there's a whole offseason to happen, but you are confident that the Patriots will have more wins than the Dolphins by by the end of the season. Couldn't be more confident. 
with Mac Jones as your starter and a whole You guys need a lot to happen now. I think this team, the the Patriots, the the, the Patriots team that's going to step on the field in September, will it it'll be a team that twenty five quarterbacks in the NFL can make the playoffs with. And I think Mac Jones is a top twenty five quarterback in the league. So I and I, do I think Miami's going to make the playoffs? No. So that's why I made the bet. <laughs> See, the thing about the Patriots. You guys are going to have a great defense. You always do. Good to great defense. You're going to have a good run game. And after that, it's an unknown. You guys had a dog shit passing offense last year. And that's what held you back. It just needs to be marginally better. But I think a whole other, a whole bunch needs to happen where here's Miami. Get a new offensive coordinator, you know? Maybe ah, yeah, you got Bill O'Brien. He really knows how to work wide receivers. He loves DeAndre Hopkins. Well, Bill O'Brien, <laughs> look, we gotta we gotta remember Bill O'Brien had the Texans like make the playoffs, I think, three years in a row. With one year he had a was it Brian Hoyer starting in the playoffs? And he still got them to the playoffs? There was a year he wasn't, dragged, wasn't that the year when it was like Watson was hurt, but so was Derek Carr. And it no. was like Connor Cook versus – wasn't oh, that a QB yeah. matchup? Yeah, it was Connor ah. Cook versus uh, – who played for the Texans? I don't even know who played because it wasn't Hoyer, I don't think. It it wasn't Brock Osweiler, right? Maybe. No, it no, it was – Brock Osweiler. No, that was, that was an all-time bad QB matchup, but especially <laughs> yeah. for a playoff game. Okay, but, I'm just saying, Bill O'Brien knows how to coach. I mean, he just coached at Bama, record-setting offenses. He coached Mac Jones at Bama. It's going to be a way better fit than Matt Patricia. They already know each other. That's number one. Your, the Pats' whole season just hinges on if Mac Jones is a good quarterback. Do we, he has we shown that forget, he's been serviceable the last two seasons. Did we just? He needs to make that, a huge improvement. Did, did we forget that he was the best rookie quarterback out of all of them? And then he got Matt Patricia, and then he got hurt, and then he came back and didn't look as good. Like the best Tua, rookie Tua quarterback. Tua has had stretches where he hasn't looked good either. Like it's not. Oh, I like, know. Like I know, and that's why I'm but saying Tua's situation. Tua's your quarterback, though. Tua's, Tua's situation has always been worse than Mac Jones. I don't understand. What, no, last year, no. Are you fucking kidding me? Last year, With, Tua was in a better. You guys had a run game. Imagine if Mac Jones, or if, yeah, like, um, just imagine the Pats offense last year if you guys didn't have a run game. That's what Tua dealt with in 2021. No, no, I'm saying, I'm saying, you're saying this year, Matt Patricia with Nelson Aguilar, Devontae Parker, and Taekwon Thornton is a better situation than Miami with Mike McDaniel, Tyreek Hill, and Jalen Waddle. No, not this year. Last year. Oh, okay. I, we, yeah, I was no, so no, no, okay. no, 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 no. I'm talking about okay. Tua okay. with okay. no offensive line and Devontae Parker for eight games and okay. Jakeem Grant and Miles Gaskin and but Mac think Collins. This. Think of this. When Parker left you guys, he was wide receiver three. He came and immediately became our number one receiver. Like I mean, he was also our number one receiver, and then we drafted Waddle and got Tyree Kill, and then he was gone. Then That's he was our wide. Okay, one. he was he was yeah. your number two receiver because we'll say Waddle was number one that year. So he went from being your number two to our number one immediately. No questions asked. You're the X. Yeah, like, but, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, we don't shows... have very good receivers. We have Matt Patricia. Now we have Bill O'Brien, and 
look, I'm expecting a receiver. I don't know if it's going to be. You guys need a receiver. Or if it's going to be free agency. I'm expecting a receiver, but if we don't get one, that means our defense is going to be miles the best defense in the league. So we'll see. It's one of those things where. I kind of know what the Dolphins are going into this season. Obviously, also, this whole bet could get completely fucked if injuries happen. Like, yeah, yeah, like there's a whole offseason that's going to happen. Yeah. But I'm confident in what the Dolphins roster is going to be in day one. I know what it's going to look like already. Yeah, there's going to be a few new starters here and there, but I know what the core of this team looks like. You don't know what the Pats offense is going to look like whatsoever going into next year. But here's You're hoping thing. it's going to be better, no, but no. I you could exactly. run it back. I can say the exact same thing, though. I know exactly what the Patriots defense is going to look like next year, and you have no clue what the Dolphins defense is going to look like next year. Yeah, with Vic Fangio, with, with, with the defensive line we have, I'm confident that the rest will get figured out. Okay, but you have no depth. We have depth. Yeah, we no, no we got absolutely depth. fucked by injuries. So I mean, if injuries Matt Judon are... gets hurt, if Matt Judon gets hurt, we still have Josh Uche and Dietrich Wise, who are serviceable players. If Barmore gets hurt, we still have God Show to come in. Like we have so much. If if Jonathan Jones doesn't, he's going to sign. But let's say Jonathan Jones signs and then he gets hurt, we still have Jack Jones to come in. Like the Patriots are the have the most depth by far on defense in the league, and we're only going to add to that. And then our Man. offense, our offense is. Getting going from Matt Patricia to Bill O'Brien, our O lines are going to get better because we're either going to draft again. We have the 14th pick, so we're going to get a good player, and then we're going to sign someone in free agency. I heard Jalen Ramsey might come to play cornerback for the Patriots, by the way, too. And Bobby sure. Wagner's Bobby Wagner is actually the favorite to land in New England. That is a real that is a real fact. Yeah, so so the Patriots are getting everyone, and the Dolphins are also going to sign Brian Hoyer, Derek Henry, uh, Eric Kendricks. Jalen Ramsey's actually a Dolphin, if you didn't hear. But but it, they have no cap, so they actually can't do it. We have loads of money. Cap's made up, Chew. Cap's made up. It's going to be a long off season, though. We'll have yeah. lots of time to talk about this later. It'll, Thanks it'll for coming all on, sort though. Itself out. Yeah. It'll all sort itself out, yeah. but... I'm happy with this bet. I think it'll be a fun bet going into the it'll season. Be a good I mean, it'll be a good even the whole off season, we have something to talk about now more. For sure. So, for sure. but I appreciate you coming on. Uh, next episode will be a free agency preview. Don't know how I'm going to kind of do that one yet. I might do a draft where you draft a player of like, or who you think the best free agents available are. And I don't know, we'll, we'll figure it out, but yeah. Free agency preview, fixing teams. We'll talk about it next week. Uh, if you've liked this, please like. Actually, I'll give you. Do you have any final thoughts before I officially close it out? Um, no. Brian Branch is the next Minka Fitzpatrick. We'll do. He's a nickel at best. Um, <laughs> if you've liked this, please like, share, retweet, subscribe, all that fun stuff. And until next time, peace.